now, a closer look. A sleepy morning, we're out in the boondocks. Stars being told on the red Right within your heart. Today's segment is titled Getting to the Heart of Santa Claus. Yes, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Decorations adorn shop after shop here in the downtown area. And in fact, there's more than two dozen Christmas markets spread throughout Munich. Now in America, tis the season for Santa Claus. He can be especially found at most major shopping malls. History lands this jolly old fella in the red suit. In New York City, a little over 200 years ago, when then-artist Alexander Anderson was commissioned by the New York Historical Society to create the very first American image of St. Nick for their very first St. Nicholas anniversary dinner. He was pictured in what has become his traditional gift-giving role, with children's treats and stockings hanging at a fireplace. Today, everyone throughout America, especially kids, know him as Santa Claus. Well, way up north where the air gets cold, there's a tale about Christmas that you've all been told. And a real famous cat all dressed up in red, and he spends the whole year working out in his sled. It's the blue Saint Way up north where the air is cold Hails a place about Santa that just needs to be told Okay folks, how many of you have ever heard of Santa University? Uh Uh-huh, be honest Tucked away in a most beautiful rural setting Is a place that's about a 20-minute car ride Northwest of Denver, Colorado A place where you can ride horses or in Santa's case, reindeer, for as far as the eye can see. That's where you'll find a quaint city with a population just over 100,000 called Arveda. And for three decades, this pristine area just happens to be home to Santa University. On the phone, I have the co-founder, Judy Knorr. Judy, when did this special university start? When we first started working with Santas and bringing magical memories to children through Santa, from the very beginning, we wanted those Santas to understand the ethics and what it took to be an authentic Santa, and especially how they could exude the heart and caring of Santa. So my partner and I, Philip Byrne, began working with Santas either one-on-one or in small groups. At that time, 30 years ago, we were small, 
We have grown a lot since then. And about 10 years ago, we decided that we really needed to have a formal program, and we started a four-day program called Santa University, where Santa's come from all over the country, and we usually have about 80 graduates a year. It's become quite a tradition for us. My experience from interviewing many people on this show that have been doing something more than 20 years is usually it's a labor of love or it's a passion that drives you. Is that the case with you in the Santa program? It absolutely is. We love working with these wonderful gentlemen who love to bring the magic of Christmas to children and uh, to lots of people who are young at heart. Everyone gets a smile on their face when they see a Santa or hear a ho-ho-ho or have the opportunity to visit with Santa. We really do have a passion for the business. We found that people really, really love Santa, and the tradition of having their photo taken with Santa is very special, and people have many special moments like we have every year we have some soldiers come back from Afghanistan or other places where they've been serving their country and they surprise their children by popping out while the child is on Santa's lap. Mm -hmm. We have had people get married in our Santa places. We have had engagements happen. <laughs> And oftentimes Santa is brought in on the secret and even holds the ring for the person that is going to present that ring to their loved one. So I could go on and on. There are many, many experiences in addition to just the tradition of a child being able to tell Santa what they'd like to have for Christmas. You cooperate very closely with the organization called Save the Children. How long has that yes. been going on, and what exactly do you do with them? Well, our goal has always been to give back to the community and to emphasize the caring and generosity of Santa, because that's really what Santa is all about, that heart of Santa and the caring and generosity. So we began a program whereby guests that come to our Santa set are invited to donate to Save the Children, a dollar or more, whatever they would like. Every penny of that goes directly to Save the Children, to U.S. programs, and it serves children that are in extreme poverty. We feel it's a very, very worthwhile program. Save the Children has been around for over 75 years. It's a very well-known, very respected program, and they are instrumental during times of disasters like the recent hurricanes in helping children as well as helping children learn to read, appreciate books, think about nutrition, and all the things that children that are underserved, mostly in rural areas, they really serve those people very well. Approximately how much money has been raised to be given to Save the Children to date? We have raised over $1.4 million to date. We are hoping to take that to $1.5 this year, at least, and hopefully beyond. And your Santas 
They can be found where? I believe we are in almost every state. We have recently merged with Cherry Hill, and our new name is Cherry Hill Programs. Okay. And between the two companies merging together, which is now one company, we touch children in every state. And every year we have a launch with Save the Children, and one of our Santas goes out and greets the children, talks about the importance of reading, reads stories to them, and presents gifts to them. Now, is that part of your Operation Santa Stocking program? Yes, yes, we call that Operation Santa Stocking, and the part that is the most fun at Santa University, we start off the day with groups that we are working with to make the Santa experience special. And one of the things we do is we have a little packing party, and the Santas pack the gifts, everything from books to toys to T-shirts. And then one of our Santas, a location is chosen. This year it was the Houston area. A Santa went to Houston with a representative from our company and met with several hundred children, presented the gifts, and as I said, also talked about the importance of reading, read them stories. It is a fun time for all and um, often lots of tears because the children are so grateful. Where can our listeners learn more about what you're doing? Do you have a web address? Yes, cherryhillprograms.com. And also Save the Children. It's savethechildren.org. Okay. Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners before we close? Well, I just say that it's really amazing how important the Santa experience is for children and adults, and also how important it is to our Santas and how they love our four-day experience at Santa University because they learn lots of secrets from Santas who have had lots of experience, and they also enjoy the camaraderie as well as a series of many opportunities to learn from ethics, which is very important, to grooming, to how to pose for photos, social media, sign language, favorite memories, frequently asked questions, and even how to stay healthy, and we have a doctor that talks to them about that. So many, many things that they do in those four days. Well, I think what you're doing is absolutely fabulous. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to speak with me and our listeners. And we wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you, Judy. Well, thank you, Dan. And thank you so much for thinking of us and thinking of Save the Children. And we appreciate it very much. Have a Merry Christmas.
As we just heard, giving from the heart is an essential characteristic when performing the role of Santa Claus. Thank heavens, he's not the only one. Since the days of the early explorers, America was referred to as this most prosperous land of milk and honey. However, not all Americans have it that way, especially children. According to research by the NCCP, acronym for National Center for Children in Poverty, about 15 million children in the United States of America, that's 21% of all children there, live in families with incomes below the federal poverty threshold. If you hold that thought, I'd like to share some endearing information about an organization precisely dedicated to the betterment of children's welfare, which started in the early 1900s by a social reformer, a dynamic Edwardian woman. To provide a more local perspective, this organization called Save the Children focused their efforts by raising money to save the tragic victims of World War I, specifically by feeding the starving children here in Germany and Austria. Today, Save the Children is worldwide. Let's hear what this organization is doing for children across America, especially this Christmas. On the phone, I have the most resourceful person I could find in the USA for Save the Children organization. Hello, Susan Jordanik. Can you tell our listeners what your official job title is? Sure. I'm the Associate Director of Resource Development for our U.S. programs and advocacy here at Save the Children. How long have you been doing this job? I have been with Save the Children for three and a half years now, so I'm a seasoned vet. Who started Save the Children and why? Save the Children was founded almost 100 years ago. We're coming up on our centennial by Eglantine Jeb. She was a British social reformer and a former teacher. And at the end of World War I, she saw photographs of children starving in enemy territory. And she was actually arrested for protesting and convicted and fined. But the judge was so impressed by her determination and spirit that he made what eventually would become the first donation to the international agency that she was working to found, which was Save the Children. And then in 1932, a group of women founded Save the Children here in the United States to help children and families hardest hit by the Great Depression, starting with those in Appalachia and Kentucky. So today we're leading health and education programs in 16 states here in the United States, and we aim to protect and advocate for children in all 50 states in U.S. territories and make sure that all children have the future that they deserve. So we're in more than 120 countries around the world. And then, as I mentioned, here in the U.S., targeting education and health programming and advocating and protecting children in all 50 states and territories. One of Santa's elves told me that you actually attended the Santa University recently. I did. Back in September, I had the pleasure of joining Santa University out in Colorado for my second year in a row and spent a lovely time with several dozen naturally bearded Santa Clauses and some Mrs. Clauses as well and was able to 
see firsthand their dedication and commitment to not only being Santa, but also their passion for Save the Children. So it was really remarkable. Are you now an official Mrs. Santa? I don't believe so. I think you need to be married to or a partner Uh, of a Santa Claus. And uh, my husband hasn't taken up the calling, at least at this point in his (laughs) lifetime. But I think I I can be an honorary elf or um, member of the family, perhaps. That'll work. So if you're an honorary elf, can you tell us a little bit about what the Santas were secretly doing at the Santa University, they were doing something called Operation Santa Stocking Stuffing or something like that. Yes. So each year, Santa and his elves and Mrs. Claus sometimes too, they fill bags for children in our programs. So these bags are filled with toys and books and t-shirts and all sorts of donated items that these children wouldn't otherwise receive. And so Each year, to kick off the Santa season, he makes a surprise landing at a school or program that is in a place where we work, and the bags are just distributed to the entire school or child care center or whatever the setting is of the place we're visiting with Santa. So the bags were filled this year with toys and Play-Doh and books, and then they were distributed just last week, actually, to a child care center, a pre-K center, actually, in Beaumont, Texas. And why did you choose uh, Beaumont, Texas? Hurricane Harvey hit Beaumont in August along with a large swath of Texas and Save the Children immediately responded. So Beaumont was hit pretty hard by the hurricane, and we know that children are among the most vulnerable in times of disaster. So we've been on the ground since late August working to meet the immediate needs of children and families and our recovery work there is just beginning with a lot of children, families, and child care providers still struggling in the aftermath. And so we selected Beaumont to bring a little joy and holiday cheer and Santa magic that these children wouldn't otherwise necessarily have this holiday season. Do you have perhaps a favorite Christmas song? I do. I have a few, but I particularly enjoy Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Do you have a web address that you can share with our listeners? So listeners, if they want to learn more and support our work here in the United States, they can visit savethechildren.org slash USA. Okay. Any closing thoughts for our listeners about what you do for children and how you serve them this Christmas season? I personally feel incredibly grateful to work for an organization like Save the Children and are really proud of the work that we do and my colleagues do around the world and around the country and so appreciative of Cherry Hill programs and their campaign this holiday season. They've raised almost $1.5 million for our programs here domestically and have an ambitious goal to make it to $2 million. So uh, for anyone who might be listening uh, or traveling to the United States would certainly encourage them to visit a Santa set and make a donation to Save the Children's U.S. programs. And if they aren't able to get out to see Santa, certainly to go to that web address to learn more about the great work that we do. Susan, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I wish you and all the other Save the Children elves and co-workers an absolutely wonderful Christmas, especially for the children. Well, thank you, Dan. We really appreciate the opportunity and enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you. The mood is right. The spirit's up. 
Even Snoopy has been known to don the Santa suit. And every Christmas, children all around the world snuggle up to these warm and fuzzy images of these characters from the comic strip called Peanuts. Its American creator was Charles Schultz. And he also summarized Christmas as it being about the doing, saying, Christmas is doing a little something extra for someone. Let's connect with Santa in Texas, the southeastern part of Texas, east of Houston, on the Netchase River. That's where you'll find a rural city called Beaumont, so we can listen to what rests on the heart of this Santa Claus there and hear what he's been doing to make these young hurricane victims feel extra special for this Christmas. On the phone, I have a Santa who is a bit of an ambassador for both the Santa University and for Save the Children. Hello, Santa Dave, are you there? I am here. So good to talk to you today. How are you? I'm just doing marvelous. It's just that time of year when that you're able to spread cheer and everybody getting happy, and that's what I love. You are a graduate of the Santa University. Yes, sir. Santa University is just one great element of the program and working with Save the Children that we try and make all things work together just to see those kiddos smile and have a lovely day. When did you first attend the Santa University? This past September was my first time going out to the Santa University. It's just a marvelous experience out there to go through everything. Part of the program is for you Santas to participate in the Operation Santa Stocking Stuffing. Did you participate in that this year? Absolutely. We sang Christmas carols and stuffed the packages with all kinds of coloring books and crayons and little toys and little books to read and different things along the line that we feel like would be very beneficial and also very exciting to the children. And about how many of those Santa stockings did you create? Approximately 300, maybe a little more, but in the 300 range we is what we did. So if you were singing Christmas carols, what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, my favorite Christmas carol is Jingle Bells, talking about dashing through the snow in a one-horse open (laughs) sleigh, having a good old time. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. I understand that you flew in, kind of like an ambassador for Save the Children. Where did you go to deliver those stockings that you Santa's stuffed together? We went to a school that the area in Beaumont, Texas, had been hit extremely hard by Hurricane Harvey and left the children with a lot of them with no homes and very little to do with and everything along that line. Also did a tremendous disservice to their teachers, so I was happy to see things that could make the teachers smile as well. It's a remote location, no, between Houston and San Antonio? Yes, it's kind of uh, secluded and everything, but it's a nice little city. What was the average age of the children that you delivered these stockings full of goodies to? Average was four to five years old. 
And what was their reaction when you brought these things to them? Oh, my, I'll tell you. To me, there was never so much love in one room. It was, it was aimed out for Santa, but it was just heartwarming to me. It just made me just swell up and, and feel so good that we could be a part of something to make them so happy. They cheered. They yelled. They were applauded. Save the children. Everything along those lines. Any closing thoughts for our listeners about the roles that Santa plays for children in the USA? I'll tell you, I think as though that one of the things that we concentrate on the most is that the children forget about all of the problems of the world, all the problems of their day-to-day life, and that it is happiness and joy and cheer and something to make them look excited about and looking forward to a great year to come. Wanting to see happiness and cheer, wanting to see the love spread around, and we just, we just saw so much of that. And this is what we're seeing in all of the areas that we're going into now and everything about it. So absolutely just cheer and joy. What's your way of saying goodbye in your Santa voice? Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Have a Merry Christmas. Thank you and you too. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on one horse, open sleigh. And jingle bells, jingle bells, and jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one horse, open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one horse, open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells. What makes America's Santa Claus so noteworthy? I think it is that experience of wonderment when a child's eyes sparkle with happiness and filled with pure Christmas joy. Regardless of one's age, we all still have a little child in each and every one of us. And this giving from the heart of Santa Claus along with the help of his fairy tale Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, are marvelously able to awake that enchanted child within. On behalf of the folks here at Radio Laura, we hope this segment warmed your heart to a glow. 
and we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. Now, I say go. Go out now and give like a real Santa from your heart. Go make someone feel extra special today. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Here 